Today is Thursday, September 14th. The title for our devotional is Love and Cherish the Law. Yesterday, we saw that the Bible has a lot of moral imperatives, like a lot of moral imperatives. Again, you may be thinking, John, this doesn't make the gospel sound irresistible. This makes me feel terrible. <laughs> uh, I, I get it. Just hang with me here. We're, we're telling a long story. Um, so think over the course of weeks, we're, we're coming to the good news. But uh, the news of the gospel doesn't start in good news. It starts in despair. For the next two days, I want to talk about why this really does make the gospel irresistible. The Bible doesn't just reveal that we ought to follow those moral imperatives begrudgingly, but that we ought to also cherish them. We ought to love them. This flies in the face of our natural predispositions, and it seems so counterintuitive. Naturally, we view these rules at best as necessary obligations to keep peace in society, and at worst, despotic rules to control us. Underneath them both is a sense that they are just unnecessary restrictions on our freedom, and in our pride we think, I know better. Viewing the moral law in any negative sense is simply immature thinking. This is how toddlers think in pushing boundaries, and how young adults and adolescents think in exploring the consequences of the exercise of their newfound freedom. The biblical picture is much more robust, and calls us to love and cherish the law of God. The moral law is God's revelation of how humans ought to live in order to live in harmony with the laws of the universe. Let's take a quick example of something that we've all experienced. Scripture tells us to forgive in Matthew 6, 14. Instead of sitting in bitterness, resentment, and anger, perhaps even taking action to harm the other person in vengeance, masquerading as a pursuit of justice. Who hasn't felt the sting of nursing a grudge or pursuing vengeance? You for sure did this as a kid. (laughs) I guarantee it. Through experience, we know it to be true that anger, bitterness, and resentment are bad for us. Psychologists will tell us that this is true as well. Forgiveness is good for us because it aligns with the character of God and the way that he has created the universe. When we forgive, we are acting in harmony with the cosmic order. So, in scripture, when we read scripture telling us to forgive as God has forgiven us in Matthew 6, 14, we should thank God for this revelation, for this law that tells us how we ought to live that gives us the path to the abundant life in Christ. This being the case, we should rejoice again at the moral law. We should love the law of God and cherish it, trusting that our Heavenly Father has taught us how we ought to live for our good, how we ought to live in a way that aligns with the cosmic order. Psalm 119 is all about how we ought to love the law of God. Some of my favorite verses are Psalm 119, 20 and 24. My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 7.22, For in my inner being I delight in God's law. We'll read the rest of this verse tomorrow or the next verse tomorrow. Jesus, in the farewell discourse, even links love and obedience to his commands. John 14.15 says, If you love me, keep my commands. John 14, 23 and 24, Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. Jesus makes it clear our love for him will result in obedience to his teaching. As we grow in love for Jesus, our trust in him deepens. Our devotion to him deepens. Our longing for him deepens. As we obey his laws, then, 
we learn more and more that his way truly is the way to abundant life, no matter how counterintuitive it may seem to the rest of the world and our sinful nature. It is the path to abundant life, not the easy life, pursuing selfish luxury and avoidance of pain, but good life, full life. For additional content, I'd encourage you to spend some time today reading more of Psalm 119, just to see how the psalmist loves the law of God. And remember, this is the law of Moses that we're talking about here, 613 rather restrictive commandments. Make the psalmist's prayer your prayer. Thank God for the moral law that he has revealed to us. Cherish it, love it, rejoice in it, as it is the path to abundant life.